everyone, and welcome back to the Dream Life Loading Podcast, Season 2, Episode 4. I'm your ho- co-host, Sky, And I'm your co-host, Susan. How are you today, Sky? I'm good, Susan. I We just came off a really big weekend. It was Canadian Thanksgiving here, and it was my first time celebrating Canadian Thanksgiving and my first time hosting any sort of Thanksgiving dinner party, anything like that. So I am, I've always had respect for my mother and any people who host like this. And especially now after now doing it myself, I'm realizing even more how much really goes into it. So I'm a little bit exhausted, but in a very good way. Like it was an awesome, awesome experience. So I'm doing really good. How are you? I'm good. You killed it. You're the picture updates I got through the weekend. I'm like, oh, she's got this. Like, she's good. And you I'm so happy. Obviously, you are neither of us are Canadian, but morning of you text me, you're like, happy Canadian Thanksgiving. Like this <laughs> year, you got this. And um, it was so overwhelming having like this 15 pound turkey. And it was like, what do we do with this? But I feel like there's a lot of moments where I'm like, I'm pretty good in the kitchen. Like I know what I'm doing, but this is one of those moments where I was like, just texting my mom photos throughout the whole like week leading up to it being like, will this work? What's this? What does this mean? How do I do this? It was so good. It's like, you need to buy a meat thermometer. If you have a meat thermometer, you will make it through this. Like that is most important. And um, that is not my favorite of the week, but it honestly should be because <laughs> we did save Thanksgiving because that's, that's how, you know, when that giant bird is done. So yeah, it, it was so overwhelming, but I'm also so grateful for our friends that were like, so understanding and helpful. And like, people just kept doing dishes for us. I'm like, you guys don't have to do this, but they're like, no, no, you, you cooked, you did, you provided, we will do your dishes. It was like, please. So it was awesome. It was just like a very like Friendsgiving atmosphere. And it was, it was Nick and I's first time hosting, which I like, I think that's something we'll literally remember for the rest of our lives. So absolutely. That's so sweet. I love that. We had a lazy, it was good. It was lazy. It was slow. It was beautiful. We spent a lot of quality time with family and I can't complain. We did our Sunday reset. We officially have like, oh, excuse me. We officially have, yeah, we have a um, Sunday schedule, which has been great. So we just, ha- it doesn't have to be done in any particular order, but we get our grocery shopping done on Sundays, deep clean of the house. So we do our sheets, towels, my clothes, and then we do like the deep clean of the house. So floors, vacuuming, mopping, all the things. And it's so nice to have just like a clean house for the week and that reset. And then we watch football and just hang out and use the crock pot, which I've been using a lot of because it's so cold here now. Um, So I'm here for it. It's very fall and cozy and slow, which is what our episode is about today is slowing down. I know it's kind of funny because you were sitting there telling us about your very specific plan and routine that you do (laughs) for your Sundays. And I was trying to think about how we're going to morph that into a segue for what our episode is about. But I think there's a lot to be said about how you're able to adapt that routine to what you're doing on each given weekend. So I feel like we can't start with this for where this episode is headed. I laid down and rested throughout that entire process. Like, I would do a task and I was like, I'm tired. I'm just going to lay down. I'm going to sit on the couch. And it was, I know that sounds jam packed, but I wasn't running around. Mm -hmm. It was very much do something and then go do something else. And I think just my blood pressure being lower (laughs) because I'm not racing around in life in general anymore. Like I, you, you know, I was so 
high strung. I was like the energizer bunny. Yep. And I was just go, go, go all the time trying to see how much I could get done in the shortest amount of time. And that's not it. I have my list. I'm like, I'm going to get these three things done yep. and then I'm, I'm going to move on. I think so like the whole, we were talking about this and that's, we were having a conversation, which I feel like our, our podcast episodes, the topics usually come so organically from like you and me just having a conversation and we're like, obviously we need to expand on this. And that's really what happened here. And we were both talking about, we literally, I'm going to use it as the title of the episode because we literally both sent the same text to each other that was like type A girlies go, go with the flow or however we wrote it. It was like the same thing we sent at the same time. So it's like, we have to do this as an episode. And I think there's so much to be said for like you and I are both extremely still type A and I don't, I definitely don't want to change that about myself. And I feel like you don't either, but there are things we've both noticed that like we do better still being super type A and planned and oriented and all these things, but being able to be okay when things go different ways, that's something that you and I have both really learned, especially over the past year. Like it's amazing how we're in such different seasons of life while still being in the exact season of life. Yes. We've really been able to help each other over this past year, like slow down. And the first thing I wrote for notes for this one was think about what really matters. And I think when I'm trying to think about like, and get super in my head about needing to plan every single detail and needing something to go a certain way, I stop myself and I'm like, what really matters? Like in three weeks, in a month, in a year, what am I going to look back on? Like, what about this moment is going to matter? And that's been something that's been like really grounding for me with like, just going with the flow. And it sounds so funny because I am like the most anti go with the flow person. And I'm not saying that I'm changed by any (laughs) any means, but there is something to be said for allowing yourself to kind of just like let your shoulders drop. Like it's going to be fine. And I really feel like the past year I have like really worked on that. And like, I've had friends know, like say that to me, like, Hey, I've really noticed this about you. I'm like, that's the best compliment is like, you feel the work internally, but then you have close people in your life that also notice it. And that's like that you're doing the work. Yes. I realized that when things weren't going my way, or if I had an expectation of how something was going to go and it went awry, my first reaction to it was anger. And then once I'm in anger mode, like it's code red, I can't see or hear anything. And then I was combative and unreliable because I was so angry. Um, And so that was what I addressed most was I was like, I don't want to feel this way. I want to be okay with things just going the way they go. And so that was what made me kind of want to, because it's not something that it happens gradually, but you have to be aware that you want to slow and then be okay with that pace, which it is a change of pace. Like I know I speak slower. I don't text as much. I am just hanging out (laughs) and it's a change of pace. And my first note of the day was life moves fast enough. You don't have to try to beat it. And that was my whole thing was I just wanted to win and you can still win Mm -hmm. at a normal, like in neutral at, you know, just going few miles per hour slower. For sure. I like what you're saying about the whole anger thing. And I think I was really doing that too, is like, if I had this plan for something that was going to happen on Friday and like these five people were coming and we were meeting at this place at this time and whatever. And then 
someone invites someone else or someone decides to meet at a different time or someone decides to meet somewhere else, whatever those little changes that would start to happen, that's when I would like revert to anger, same as you, and be like, this is going to be a disaster, like, and just like completely blow things out of proportion. And that's where I'm still, I'm still realizing that this is something I have to work on is where like my expectation for something can be the death of me because then it's like if any any one thing changes now my expectation has to change which isn't necessarily yeah. true but that's how my brain thinks about everything but yeah. like finding the positive in each change that happens so like let's say someone else invites someone and it's like okay well now we have to make more room in the car but this person's going to bring so much to this event like it's going to be so much fun to have them there or whatever it is like trying to really trust that like things are going to happen for a reason. And I think until you're forced into a situation where you literally have no choice, but to just believe that you're not like that for me was like, I, I wish I could say like, oh, this is what I did in order to believe. But like, you really just have to be pushed and forced and then you will believe it. And that's been something that's like, okay, well, this is going to happen for a reason. So let's figure out like, why, you know, like, what's the reason that this is happening? And then it's all going to be okay. I think that's like, I have to stop myself. And that's the worst when someone else tells you, like, just slow down. It's like, just relax. It's going to be fine. That's never going to work for me. Like if someone else says no. it to me. So like you're saying too, like you have to want to change that mindset and the wanting definitely is the first step and by far the hardest part. Now that we're talking about it, I was thinking, I'm like, where was that desire for me to like want to change? And I've talked about this in other episodes and it was weekend days, Chris and I would fight the most. And it was because I would wake up with one expectation. He would wake up with another. We wouldn't communicate. And then as we're going through our day, we were like gears going against each other because we just were, we had two very different agendas that weren't communicated. And that's where my desire for like a smoother go with the flow vibe was because I was like, in order for my marriage to work, <laughs> I need to a communicate. Like we both need to own our accountability on that. But then when things don't necessarily go my way, I can't just be in a blind rage over it. Like this is ridiculous. It's not worth hurting my person because I didn't get my way. Like, it, and if you say it in blatant terms like that, like how silly yeah. I was mad at this man. Cause he wanted to get coffee before we went somewhere and I wanted to do it a different way. Like realistically, that's what it boils down to. And I was creating so many issues for myself by being so upset about it. And so like gaining these skills now of being okay when things don't go your way or just having no expectation. Yeah. I make no plans on the weekends. If someone wants to hang out, then yeah, I will schedule like the socializing plans. But outside of that, I have been very conscious of making no expectations, no plans. And you know what? I've had the best last three weekends ever because I had I had nothing to live up to or people didn't have to live up to anything. We could just be. And it has been very nice. I think a lot of what you're saying is talking about like not self-humility almost, but like you're putting yourself in check. And I think if you had like, let's say in that coffee situation, if Chris stopped you and was like, Susan, you're being ridiculous. Like, why does it matter if we get coffee before or after? That would have added, like, at least for me. Gasoline. Right. <laughs> so, like, this is but you literally had that conversation with yourself. And like, yeah. so sometimes you can't, even though what your person, because Nick's done the same thing, what your person wants to or does say to you is exactly what you need to hear. You're not quite ready to hear it from them. So if you're able to do those yeah. skills to yourself and avoid the fight, avoid the conflict, avoid like your own personal like battle with your 
brain, literally, like to just let it let it go in like the simplest of terms is just like literally I wrote down like talk it out with someone if you can but I know for both of us like just doing it ourselves is usually easiest because it avoids that conflict and just really think about like what matters like I said at the beginning like what really matters do you like is it worth it to fight with this person is it worth it just to get the coffee at some point like how does it matter in the order of things like it really doesn't matter at the end of the day only certain things do and that's what's worth focusing on and allowing yourself to go with the flow is going to benefit you way more than trying to stick to this concrete plan will. Yeah. My next thing was quality over quantity, which is so aligned with what you just said, because if it's well-spent time, it doesn't matter. And I know I was someone who, if I didn't get 30 things done in a day, I felt like I had a really shit day and I wasn't productive. And that's not the case. Like if you took care of yourself and that's all you did today. You got a shower in and you felt your emotions. You processed through something. That's a productive day. And I think just viewing and understanding what is productive and changing your mindset around that too, is going to make this transition so much easier because you don't have to, I think honestly, having this business has, that's what's really changed my outlook the most is because there's always going to be stuff to do and you cannot do life at a sprint all the time you no one has the stamina for that I think moving to Italy was the big first step for me which again sounds so niche like I understand that but just for <laughs> personal experience like be I think with productivity especially and like feeling like you have to be doing a certain amount of things or certain things like comparison is going to comparison is a thief of joy we've said that on so many different episodes but I think this is one of those that comparing yourself and comparing your life and saying like, well, I'm seeing here that this person does 30 things a day. So I need to make sure I do at least 30 things a day. And I, I need to make wake up at this time because this person does. And it's like, I was having so much trouble with that and trying to like jam my days full and have the exact same routine. Cause I was like, I'm post-grad. I need to be doing this. I need, and it was like, you know what? No one else is living in Italy right now. Like this is my journey. No one else can be like, instead of trying to make myself do what everyone else is doing, I had to learn that it's okay to just do what I'm doing. And especially I kind of had to like redo that to myself when I just came back a couple weeks ago. And it's like, if our friends want to go do something, I have the flexibility right now that I can do that. And that's okay. I think I was putting so much guilt on myself for not being in a nine to five job. And it was like, it's the, it's the reality of the situation is that I'm not, but I think that's a lot of life is like just, accept the reality of what your situation is, not someone else's, and just allow yourself to be okay with that and do what works for you and like block out the noise. And blocking out that outside noise in comparison was by far the like biggest change for me with being able to just go with the flow and just appreciate every day. And like someone posted a TikTok comment on one of my videos saying like, I love how you like, take advantage of every day or like live your life to the fullest. And it was like, well, I was really not doing this. Like I was really uh, limiting myself because I felt like I shouldn't be doing all these things. Like I should be doing X, Y, and Z. So just really taking advantage of situations when you can and saying yes to opportunities, even like just block out the noise. I think that's like the biggest thing. Absolutely. I had a really good conversation with one of my close friends over dinner a couple last week, actually. And we were talking about making decisions for yourself, specifically when it comes to parents. And if you have involved parents, what a blessing in itself. 
but things always come with, you know, the catch 22. And I was like, at the end of the day, no one is going to be around for your entire life, except for you. Like as morbid as that is, you can't make decisions for anyone else because if some catastrophic event happens and it's left with just you, are you going to be happy in your life? Are you going to be miserable? And that was, I think that I had that realization about a year ago. And that's when I changed my mindset and how I make my decisions. And that was huge. And as morbid as it is, it's kind of a nice reminder. Like, who are you living your life for? Is it for you? Or are you trying to live up to other people's expectations? Because then that's not your life. You're, you're completely controlled by whoever or whatever you're trying to please. How freeing is that? That sentence, who are you living your life for? That's such a freeing statement because that in itself, if you can answer that in the way we're saying you should answer it correctly would being yourself, you are living your life for yourself. Then if you want to go with the flow and change your plan and do something, there's nothing wrong with doing that because you are the person that you are you're, you're speaking to yourself. You're only, you don't have to ask somebody else for permission. Like you are the person that gets to decide that for yourself. That's like such a freeing concept. Yeah. And the other part of this was I wrote things that feel like magic. And I think that when you slow down finding things that just make you feel good or give you like sparkly fingers, um, then that's really inspiring. And that's where you can find time to slow down. Cause it's like, Okay, like I'm moving at a slower pace, but there's still this like energy and joy and abundance. Um, So a handful of things that feel like magic for me that I do every day Mm -hmm. is reading, cooking, keeping a clean house, advocating for myself, cozy couch time, which is just me in a blanket doing whatever I want on the couch and quality time with my husband, friends and family. And those things feel like magic and those things I wasn't making time for when I was in that. I don't, I don't even know if hustle culture is the right word for it, but when I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off, trying to get everything done in a day, I'd never had time for those things. And now those are like, if I had to look at my day in like blocks of time, the biggest chunks or portions are of those things that make me feel like magic. And I think that's the difference too. is now I have that. Yep. I think that's so important. And I'm, I'm realizing as you're, as you're saying this, I'm realizing that you and I are in, we've both accepted this go with the flow mindset, but I feel like the past two, three months have been like, go, go, go for me where I have had like Mm -hmm. none of that, like magic. I don't want to (laughs) say time, but like magic quality time, whether it's quality time with yourself or others. I think that's kind of like with everything you were saying, quality time kind of goes into there. And so I think you're finding the go with the flow aspect of the not simpler life, but the slower life. Like you've been saying, yes. Mm -hmm. And then I'm working with the go with the flow of, okay, I had this plan to wake up and immediately get to work. And now we were asked to go get lunch. And you know what? I'm going to say yes to this because I know my work's going to get done and I know I can fit it in. And that's something that I used to never be able to change a plan or say yes. It wasn't like at least 24 hours in advance. And even then, like, if my week wasn't planned out fully ahead of time, like a week at a glance, I would not add something new into my schedule. So I think that's something that like, that's huge for me. Like that's so new is to like do these quote unquote last minute plans. And it's just, you're, you realize that 
these experiences, that's what matters. And whether it's the experience of like taking those 20 minutes to read a book, which is what you genuinely want to do and enjoy doing, or if it's to say yes to last minute plans, whatever it is, that's what really matters. And that's what you're going to look back on. And remember, not the, well, I woke up and did my work and did exactly what I was supposed to do. And it's like, okay, well, you can't do that every day. Like, what's the quality of life in that? Like, you have to prioritize the things that matter to you, like the things that are going to stand out at the end of the day. I'm giggling because if we go back to like around this time last year's episodes, we're like, stick to a schedule. Don't differ from it. I know. And we're so opposite now, which is a beautiful thing. Yep. Um, but what and made me think... Not- this is not to be said. I love a schedule. I want to make it yes. so clear. Like I, I am a type A schedule girl till the day I die. But being able to be flexible, I think is like the takeaway yeah. here. But the thing that made me think when you were saying that you are willing to shuffle things around and like say yes to going out to lunch, you're prioritizing quality time yep. with your friends. Yes. And which makes sense because that's like your top love language. But I feel like it's, It's just prioritizing. And the other thing I had written down was intentionality is productivity. Mm. So you're being intentional with your time and your choices and saying, yes, I, I can go and spend time with you. And then you're still being productive because that is productive. Yep. Yeah. I love changing the mindset, changing the narrative on what productivity is. Yes. It's huge. Yes. You can be productive in so many different ways. Like the day you're talking about with like, your reading and your your couch time and your quality time, like that is so productive in one like area of life. Mm-hmm. And then like the day where you sit at your desk and work for 12 hours, that is also a super productive day, just like this one, just two very different ones, you know, like it's it's okay to do different types of things. Like you can't just sit at a computer and work. Like that is not life. You have to be you have to be prioritizing and being productive in all your different bubbles of life. Absolutely. Should we do the question of the week? Because we always skip right there. Our segues are too strong to insert a question before we start. Um, What song will always get you on the dance floor? Oh, um, this is uh, this is kind of this is a funny one um, because it seems so obvious. But I will say Mr. Brightside because which sounds like the what's going to get white people to (laughs) it's going to be Mr. Brightside. But in college, I loved the song. And then there was a couple years where like I had a terrible memory to this song and like hated any time it was played. And then more recently, Nick and I have had some really, really special memories with this song. So now I feel like we've gone full circle with Mr. Brightside. <laughs> I can be, go back to being the stereotypical white girl that will get up and dance to Mr. Brightside. So that's- I love that. <laughs> Mine is, man, I feel like a woman. Sober, drunk. You can catch me on the dance floor. I will be dragging strangers out with me because I love that song. That is one that actually at this last wedding, I had requested it. And she's like, yeah, we'll get to it. And I was outside. They got married in a barn and I'm outside the barn. And I heard that first like trumpet or whatever that beginning is. And I was like, let's go. I literally grabbed two people next to me and I called ass and we ran into like across the barn into the dance floor and it was perfect and that is one that always always gets me going that's a good one that was a great question of the week thank you do we want to do favorites or do we have any do you have anything more um what's your current book book of the week my current is the hex 
And it is spooky. It's about this town that once you move in and spend one night, you're in the town for the rest of your life. You're cursed. There's a witch that haunts the town and she is scary AF. She has her mouth and eyes stone shut because oh. if she doesn't, then she's too powerful and just gets everyone's dying. Um, so she, I think she's been around since like the 1600s and around the early 1900s, they sewed her up because they were like, we can't handle you. Um, your name's Catherine. And she is a menace and she's just kind of creepy. And she'll like just walk into your house and like just be standing in the corner. Um, and the whole town, like no one can know about her. So the whole town like hides her in plain sight. So like if she's just standing in the supermarket, like they put a uh, Easter time, they put a big uh, bunny over her. And she would just stay there for three days. Um, but she stays on a pretty routine, a strict routine. Like every Wednesday at 9, 18, she walks through the town square um, and then vanishes. But anyways, that has been super eerie. And it's been a really, I've been impressed. I needed a good wow. spooky read. And this has been delivering. So. Wow, what a book. I think you would like it a lot. Yeah, I'll add it to my list. I'm reading the one we talked about last week, which is If We Were Villains. Is that the name of it? If yeah, if we were all villains, something like that. We're all villains. Yeah, something like that. And we were talking about this yesterday. And I I literally so one of my problems with this book is I don't know if did you get this on Kindle? Yes. I can't see the amount of pages that are in that book. Oh. I don't know if like I I need to try again, but mine it just says like location. So it says like location. You can't okay. tap it again. That's what I was trying to do, and it won't it won't change. I didn't have that issue. I could see the pages and the time left and then time per chapter if I wanted that. Maybe restart your Kindle. I will. I, I love Kindle back in funky last week. Okay. I love being able to track like what page I'm at. Um, but so I'm at location. I think I'm at like 22% or something because I can, I can yeah. see the percentage. But I literally forgot what the book was about because it was just <laughs> like – as I literally text you, I was like, what is this book about? And so I reread the Goodreads synopsis, which I never do. Um, but I'm glad I did because it's like, okay, like there is a reason I wanted to read this book. And I'm st I'm sticking through it because I, as a theater kid, I really do like those aspects of it. I can see how a non-theater person would probably hate all like the casting games that they play throughout yeah. it. I do appreciate that. But I'm like, my God, this is slow. It's just like, like you said, like the word it's all dialed. art, it is, but I, I'm hoping to just kind of go through it because it is like a Halloween. It's spooky. And I think we're going, we're, I think we're going to be visiting like the Romeo and Juliet um, parts of Verona in the next couple weeks or so. So I'm like happy to stick with it because there are those Shakespeare elements in the book. So I don't know. It's, it, I'm not loving it. Like I'm not addicted to it, which you weren't either, um, but I'm willing to stick, see it through. Yeah. I think you'll be glad at the end that you did, All but right. that's good. Yeah. Favorite? It's all right. Yeah. I think it was a three star for me. Um, my quote of the week is there's a past version of myself that is so proud of how far I've come mm -hmm. because I see like that version of me is conscious of who I am today every day. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Chris, I said it again this morning. I was like, I'm just so happy. Like, I just love my life. And he's like, you keep saying that. Like, are you OK? I'm like, yeah, I'm OK. I just I'm just so happy. I get to spend every day with my best friend and I. I don't know. I just am very, very happy. I love that. Um, have you watched the show The Quarterback or Quarterback on Netflix? No. Okay. We started it. I love it. Like Nick 
obviously loves it, which we expected, but it combine it's enough like reality TV show with um like so it's it follows three quarterbacks, um Marcus Mariota, Kirk Cousins, and then Patrick Mahomes. So it follows the three of those guys and like you see the behind the scenes on all aspects of their life on and off the field. So I like the reality TV aspect, like seeing their house, yeah. their wives, their kids, that whole thing. But seeing like what these guys put themselves through every single week to go play football is like insane. So I'm really appreciate appreciating the show, liking the show, all the things. But Kirk Cousins said a quote on one of the episodes we watched that I was like, mind blown <laughs> quote. And then it was a Margaret Thatcher quote. So this is now quoted from Kirk Cousins from Margaret Thatcher because he <laughs> paraphrased it. But basically the quote is, if my critics saw me walking on water, they'd say it was because I couldn't swim. Wow. Right? Yeah. And it's so true. Like, do not listen to people that do not support you because they're always going to change the narrative. Always. And don't overexplain. That is something I have learned recently is like, there's, if they don't get it, they don't get it. And that is totally okay. But you don't need to justify or explain yourself because then you're like lowering yourself sometimes. Like if someone's actually curious and asking and doesn't understand, that's a very different situation. But then some people literally want you to just like keep on rambling and to question yourself and to poke holes in you. And you don't need that. Yep. Because the second you start trying to explain and like justify what you're doing, you automatically take away the power that what you're doing has. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Nick, pause it. I have to go find that. It's like, that is good. That was really good. Oh, I love that. Right. What is your favorite? of the week you go okay mine is sweaters and neutrals because it is a whopping 50 degrees here today and it will be the rest of the week I think it like the low is 32 and the high is 54 so like we're chilly um and I was very intentional about my fall wardrobe I needed new clothes for this fall because when we had moved I got rid of almost all of my clothes like they had seen their time my body's changed. It was, it was their time. Um, so I had spent weeks going back and forth. I had an online fall haul. I was so excited and I have picked up a few pieces along the way and I have never, Chris even said it the other day. He was like, you have not like had a meltdown and been like, I have nothing to wear. He's like, in so long. I was like, thank you. Like I have grown from that. Um, but it's because I have a closet full of things that match and everything is neutral. Everything fits my body. Right. And it's just really nice to not have that's one thing that's not on my to-do list anymore I don't have to think about what I'm wearing because I can just literally pull options out of my closet and put hit the road which has been awesome it's amazing I I gasped when you said your favorite because my favorite of the week is my new zip sweater which is a (laughs) sweater and we I had been I had I love the look if you don't know what I'm talking about it's like it's a sweater that's, it's like a quarter or half zip. I think quarter zip sweater. Quarter zip. I'm still like here, so quarter. And it's like a really, I'm like so particular about how my sweaters can feel. Like it needs to be like cottony, like a heavy, thick material. And this one is, it's like an off-white cream color. And I love wearing it like 
really, really open. So you can like have it like almost stretched out over your shoulders or like more zipped with something with like nothing underneath, whatever, how you want to wear it. But I have been loving it. I put it on and like the sleeves are perfect. Like everything about this sweater is like, it was an H&M of all places. I was like, I did not expect to find this perfect sweater here. And I did, I got a random discount that I should not have gotten. Like everything about the sweater was so in my favor and I love it. And I want to wear it every single day. And the best part was that I sent you a photo and I was like, this is my new sweater. And you were literally in the checkout getting an identical sweater, which is, we didn't speak about this. Like this was not something that had been discussed at all. I didn't even know you were shopping, like completely random. It was so perfect. I was like, are you kidding me? And then I went home and I put it on and I'm wearing my sweater and you send me a picture in your sweater. And I'm like, wait, I'm I'm wearing mine too. And it's so funny because they're, almost identical but we have two very different body types and they are tailored to our body yes, types like yes. mine is cropped in a full zip because I'm short and cropped is like a regular size fit on me and yours is long and it just it's so good it's yep. so good no I it is like I can't stop thinking about it like I'll probably have to wear it tomorrow like it's just it's one I of wore those, mine yesterday yeah it I think it's just it's one of those pieces that it's just sometimes you buy clothes and you're like, I love the way this looks. And then sometimes like the sweater you buy clothes and it's like, I love the way it looks. I love the way it feels. I love the way it looks with all my other clothes, like on me, all the things it's like the sweater's perfect. And I think this is one of those perfect. It's like, like the magical pants. What's that? The sister, yes. the, tra- the magical traveling pants, whatever. I think this is my magical sweater. I love it. I absolutely love it. What a good note to end this episode on. (laughs) Uh, You guys know the drill. Like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Leave us a review if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And we can't wait to see you next week. Thank you for watching and listening. 